0: This is the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook. My name is Brian McKinley, and it's my honor to be speaking with one of the newest members of the Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame, Steve Graziano. Welcome back and congratulations.
1: Well, thank you and thank you. It is truly truly an honor to be here twice on the Audio Yearbook, but but even a a bigger honor to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, So it
0: is one of those questions and sometimes you watch a, a TV show or an interview and you think, why are they asking that question? It's so obvious. But how does it feel to be inducted into the Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame?
1: You know, it, it, it almost doesn't seem real. Uh, I, I've mentioned this to a number of, of friends and colleagues because if, if you can take yourself away from our association with WVHC, WRHU, Hofstra Radio, to somebody who, who doesn't understand, they'll think, oh, it's just a college radio station. You know, mm-hmm. big deal. Well, it's not just a college radio station. It's an incredible college radio station. It is, uh, you know, a station steeped in, in tradition. And the things that they're doing now is unbelievable. We, we couldn't even have, have dreamed of it when I was there in the 70s. So to be part of that Hall of Fame to me is you know, I was over the moon, still am, uh, still pinching myself, still not entirely sure that, that this is not an elaborate prank that, that <laughs> Jim Health got uh, cooked up, but I'm going along with it anyway. I'm going to be there on April 22nd. So if, if, if there are others there, wonderful. <laughs> That
0: would be quite the epic prank to pull off. And it would really be worth it to go through with it, right?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, just, just even fooling myself, you know, is, is, is fantastic. Somehow, I suspect it's real. So, so um, I'm just really looking forward to it and still just astonished.
0: Fantastic. Um, so second question. Since the time you left Hofstra Radio, what's been your relationship with the station and the community?
1: Well, um, uh, with the community, uh, you know, if you mean the, the um, Hempstead area, uh, I, I left Long Island a long time ago, uh, just a couple of years you know, after I left Hofstra. So uh, I, I really haven't been back home all that many times. My association with, with the radio station was a lot stronger when I was working in commercial radio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would often have, have conversations with, with Jeffrey, you know, about how things, you know, with my career were going. I do remember one thing that I did, I was at a station and we were, uh, hiring a disc jockey, um, and, I was getting lots of, of tapes and resumes. This is, this shows you how long ago it was. Mm-hmm. Cause I was actually getting little boxes of, of audio tape, uh, and, I got really frustrated because some of the packages were good, some weren't. So I wrote this whole do and don't list for how to apply to a a radio station to get the attention of the program director. And I sent it to Jeffrey. I said, I don't know, maybe somebody will find this useful. And he said, no, that it was really very, very helpful that, that, that he, he shared it with a number of people. So it was things like that way back in, in the day that, uh, that, that really come to mind.
0: Hmm. But you've maintained friendships and, and communication with other folks that you were at the station with.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's why you know uh, a few weeks ago when Health God called, you know, I looked at my phone. Oh, it says Jim Health God. So it you know it was not a surprise. You know why would Health God be calling me? So it was just oh Jimmy's calling, and you know that's nice, uh, and. Um, I do get back to New York uh, as a, as a staging area for vacations. and every year I get together with with George Musgrave and Charlie Cadu and several others from the station. So um, yeah, we do keep in touch and it's just great.
0: Sounds like a good time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's just it's just fun being with people who have the same frame of reference that you do. So, you know, we can, we can share those stories and it's just great seeing familiar faces who, you know, maybe we've aged a couple of years since 1979, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but that's okay. You know, we're still here. Right.
0: Right. So you've had an accomplished career in commercial and non-commercial radio. Where does this honor rank among your career accomplishments?
1: Well, you could look at it two different ways. There are accomplishments of you know getting this job, getting that job, getting that promotion, uh, you know, moving from radio to TV, starting a business, and all that, and then receiving awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I've received a few over the years, but this is by far, by an order of magnitude, more important to me than any professional award that either A, I have won or B could possibly win. Uh, this is much more meaningful to to me than, than, than any other accolade or anything else I could hang up on the wall, which, which also, you know, someone asked me and I don't have a good answer. Maybe, you know, do hall of fame inductees get anything to, to put on the wall? That's a really good question.
0: I don't know. I assumed it was like a marble bust of, you know, your, your profile or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know what goes into it. <laughs> well, you know, what they should really have, and I just realized this now, is um, the RCA 77DX microphone with the duck on top. Wow. That would be a great statuette. That's what they should make. Oh genius idea, steve you're brilliant <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if i'll have enough lead time to get this out there
0: but we'll put it out there in the world and maybe someone will make that happen so we get Wouldn't the dimensions and the specs and and 3d print that or something i don't know fantastic <laughs> <laughs> what a great idea what a great idea um so the event's coming up pretty soon april 22nd what are you looking most forward to
1: well, the obvious thing and things that others have said, just, just meeting everybody else. Uh, but, there's, but more than seeing Health God again, and I hope Sousa is, is there, and of course, Charlie uh, and, and, and others, it's going to be meeting the people I've never met before. Mm-hmm. So the new head of the radio station, uh, the new, or not new, the, the leadership of the university, uh, but I really want to talk to somebody like, uh, Keith Irizarry, cause I don't know him. I've never met him before in my life, but after listening to your recent interview with, with him, you know, looking at, at some of his, his accomplishments, I'm thinking, Hey, he's a pretty interesting fellow. I want to meet him. I want to talk to him. Uh, and others like that, just, just seeing how, how they managed their career achievements after leaving 88.7. And especially with Keith, because um, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm still in contact with Todd Ant.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I've often wondered if I actually had a knowledge of sports, which I don't. I really don't know sports at all. But boy, if, if only I had that way back then, where would my career have gone? Rather than, you know, music radio, would it have been in sports radio and so on and so forth? So just just talking to, to someone who actually had that combination of the ability to speak into a microphone and to know the difference between a shortstop and a third baseman and, and, and a power forward, you know, that would have been interesting.
0: Hmm. Very cool. That's a, that's a really nice way to look at it because there are so many people who went on to uh, the careers that they envisioned. They showed up at the radio station and thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go into news. I'm going to go into sports. I'm going to be a programmer or people who showed up and figured it out along the way, but a lot of them became experts. They became uh, really well-versed in their fields and then, and then went on to move to other things. That's a, that's a really nice way to look at that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that before we, we head off to the uh, to the event are there people that you're thinking about that you want to thank that you want to acknowledge or, or mention at this time
1: well first Jim Helfgott, uh, you know for for calling me and for, for letting me know and and if I can pause for a second because the phone call was was, was really very meaningful because as I said I, I looked at my phone oh it's Helfgott, got oh, okay and uh, he said, that I was in the hall of fame. And, you know, I was really stunned by that. Then he said, and you're never going to believe who is also being inducted. And this happens to people. uh, You know, suddenly your brain goes at a thousand miles an hour. And in the space of like two seconds, I'm thinking, okay, who could it be? Oh, don't tell me it's going to be Cadu. I, I really hope it's Charlie. Oh God, if he says it's Charlie, this is going to be the best thing in the world. And I'm thinking like this, but it's really only taking a second or a second and a half. And then I said, I don't know who. And when he said, Charlie, I almost lost it. It was just so wonderful. He means the world to me. And to share this with him is incredible.
0: That's that's really powerful, and and thank you for sharing that because we we often don't get to know how these things, how people find out about these things, and you've given us an insight. And it's almost like a double induction for you because you guys are are such good friends and have been for so long. So we can tell that means a lot to you.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know I don't want to leave others out uh, and. And I told Helfgott, I said, I'm sure you had something to do with this. And he said, I'm not on the committee. I said, yeah, but I'm sure you had something. And he didn't <laughs> deny it. So I'm going to hold, hold him responsible. I think Sue is on the, the committee, so I really want to thank her. Obviously, Charlie and George uh, and everybody that I worked with at the station. But the one person who is most important hmm. is Jeffrey. So can't, can't even think about this without thinking about him.
0: If, if the man were around, I don't know, it's probably too much to put you on the spot. If he were
1: still around, what would you say to him? I'd say, what are you out of your mind putting me in a Hall of Fame with Dan Ingram? I mean, that just, and, and, and that hit me, I, I think, the day or the day after my wife and I were, were going to uh, uh, our friend's house. And just as we got to the door, that's when it hit me. I said, holy crap, I'm in the hall of fame with Dan Ingram. And I was just in my mind again, I was flabbergasted. So, uh, so what would I tell Jeffrey? I said, you know, well, I mean, I say thanks for everything you did while I was there. And then afterwards and, uh, it's, it's, it's much, much appreciated and hard to believe that it's deserved.
0: Well, I'm, I'm certain it's deserved. And, and it's, it's really wonderful the way that you articulate that the community that Jeff fostered and was picked up by Bruce and now John Mullen and all the people that have come between. And I, I think you've spoken really, really nicely to that. So thank you.
1: Thank you. And I'm just I, I,
0: I have to ask, are you going to be there? That is my plan. I do right. plan on being there. So it'll be, it'll be nice to meet in person finally.
1: Fantastic. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to really seeing the people I've never met, just, just to hear their, their stories and, and raise, raise a glass with them.
0: Well, cheers to that. So on behalf of the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook and the entire Hofstra Radio community, congratulations and thank you for taking the time to speak with us. It's been a lot of fun.
1: Thanks so much. I really appreciate it.